Hey everybody, welcome back to the Reclamation Podcast, where our goal is to help you reclaim good practices for following Jesus. If we haven't met yet, my name is Tony and I am your host. I'm excited to be with you today. I hope that through our intentional conversation, we can help you walk closer to Jesus. Today, we're going to talk about holy spaces. That's right. Holy spaces, the kind of spaces that are in your home that help you connect with Jesus on deep personal levels. We're going to talk about that, how to set them up, how to use them in different seasons. I think this is going to be a great conversation if you're looking for that little extra nudge to connect with the Lord. So uh, before we jump into today's topic in scripture, I want to make sure that you've subscribed to this podcast. So hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts, leave a rating or review on iTunes or Spotify. All the reviews you leave, they help us so much connecting with new people. It's one of the chief ways that people learn about the podcast. Also, if you could share this podcast with a friend, I would greatly appreciate it. Okay, let's jump into today's topic. We're going to talk about holy spaces today. I love holy spaces. I think they're critical to my walk. They're probably critical to yours as well. So what's a holy space? A holy space is any space that you set aside where you routinely encounter the Lord. So if you follow me on Instagram, it's at TWMilt. I will routinely post pictures of my quiet time holy space. For me, it's my three-season room. It's the back room for me. I oftentimes go there and spend time in the Word. Anytime that it's warm enough or um, cool enough to be in the back, I want to be in the back. We put crosses all over there because that's the kind of decor I like. And for that space, it's my holy space. So I go out there in the mornings. I spend some time in silence. I connect with the Lord. And that's kind of how I do it. Now, during the winter, there's a couple of months where it's too cold to sit out there. I even got a heater to kind of extend the season just a little bit longer. But when it's too cold, I will then go to my red chair, right? The red chair in the living room, that's where I go to connect with the Lord in that season. And so I acknowledge holy spaces for a holy encounter. Now, let's talk about some things here. You don't need to make a space holy in order to encounter the Lord. Right? But it's a tool. It's a tool because what's clear is that if you've encountered the Lord there before, you know mentally that you can encounter them there again. So church in the Greek is ekklesia. It means the called out people of God. It was never meant to be a building. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't have a building. In some ways, it's what is often called an Ebenezer stone. Right, an Ebenezer stone comes from 1 Samuel chapter 7. I'll read it to you. It says, starting at verse 10, I'm going to go all the way down to verse 12. While Samuel was sacrificing the burnt offering, the Philistines drew near to engage Israel in battle. But that day, the Lord thundered with loud thunder against the Philistines and threw them into such a panic that they were routed before the Israelites. The men of Israel rushed out of Mitzvah and pursued the Philistines, slaughtering them along the way to the point below Beth Car. Verse 12, this is important. Then Samuel took a stone and set it up between Mitzvah and Shen. He named it Ebenezer, saying, Thus far the Lord has helped us. An Ebenezer stone is a physical reminder of the Lord's presence in this place. 
when we create holy spaces in our lives and in our homes and the places where we frequent, when we create these holy places, they become Ebenezer stones, reminders of God's promises. I know, and you probably do too, that it's hard enough to create quiet time with the Lord. It's hard enough to connect on a daily basis. It's hard enough to connect um, and be intimate with Jesus. Because, you know, there's just so many things that get in the way, including but not limited to sleep. So by creating an Ebenezer stone, a holy space in your house, what you're doing is you're giving yourself permission to be reminded of who God is and what God has done for you in this space in place. So how do we create that? Well, the first thing that you have to do in order to create it is create a consistent discipline with the Lord, right? You have to show up. That's how relationships work. You have to show up. You got to do your part, right? God's all powerful, but he wants to be in relationship with us, not a dictatorship with us. So you show up with the Lord, you create the space Right. And then once you create the space, you begin to document what God has done there. You can write it down in your journal. I use Evernote on my cell phone because I'm not a big journaler. Right. You create the space. You make the space holy and then pray. Pray for the Lord to show up. Pray for the Lord's presence to fill this space. I also love to use decor, intentional decor. So let me give you an example. We have a bunch of Ohio State stuff. My holy space is not the same place as the Ohio State stuff. The holy space is, for me, crosses. Right? I love having crosses all over the walls. It's a reminder that this is indeed sacred. It's a reminder of what Jesus done. For others, it might be pictures of their family. It might be pictures of people they need to pray for. I've also seen chalkboards. Right, Anything that you do that physically puts you in this uh, spiritual, intentionally spiritual space. That's how we create this kind of holy environment. And then every time you enter in there to intentionally commune with God, invite the Holy Spirit in. Lord God, fill this space in place. Fill my heart. Give me courage to have ears to hear. And right? we know that Jesus says in scriptures, those who have ears, let them hear. So remember, we're creating this holy space so that this holy space can become an Ebenezer stone in our life. It's a reminder. Now, let's nuance this a little bit. You can create that space anywhere. You don't have to have a back porch like me. You can have a closet, right? Like the, I, the war room. Oftentimes, if you remember that Christian movie, with Priscilla Schreier, right? She had a war room, a place where she would go and pray, and she would put pictures up there. Those pictures are an Ebenezer stone that this room is more than just a room. It's a prayer room. It's a war room, right? This is sacred space. So let's say that you don't have that kind of extra space in your life. You could create an Ebenezer stone in your car, right? Maybe it's a verse written down on a post-it note that means something to you. You put that in the dash of your car, and all of a sudden, every time you get in your car, you're reminded of the way that the Lord has worked and continues to work in your life. Ebenezer stones aren't in themselves holy, but what God did in that moment is holy. 
Look at again at verse 12. Then Samuel took a stone and set it up between Mitzpah and Shen. He named it Ebenezer, saying, Thus far the Lord has helped us. Now, Ebenezer in itself means stone of help. Where in your life can you place some Ebenezer storms? Stones. Ebenezer stones. Stones that remind us of the help that God has given us. Stones that remind us of who we are. Another piece of advice that I I might recommend is putting those stones in places that you know you're going to traffic. Bathroom mirrors. Nightstands. Places in your house. Anywhere that you can set up sacred space is a great place for an Ebenezer stone. I recently had on my podcast, uh, Alexandra Hoover, and she talked about this idea a lot, right? Ebenezer stones. And the beautiful part about the way she talks about them is that once you begin to trace Ebenezer stones in your life, once you begin to see where they are, you can't unsee them. Meaning that once you know that the Lord has helped me here, right? you know that the Lord will help you in other places. They're great reminders. They're encouragers. They're things that just help keep us on a path that says, yes, Lord, I see you, I feel you, and I acknowledge your presence in this space and place. Friends, I know what I'm talking about is not super complicated, but it is super important. If we want to get to a place where we're continually acknowledging God's presence in our lives, we might need to set up some Ebenezer's, some reminders, some things that say, yes, the Lord has been here and will be here again. So where are the Ebenezer's in your life? Where can you set them up? What holy spaces can you create to help you encounter God? And again, that space, it's not magical. It's just a reminder that we serve such a big and amazing God who wants to meet us right where we are. Friends, I hope today's uh, monologue episode is helpful for you. I'll be back next week with a podcast interview. I'm super excited for that. Can't wait to connect with each and every one of you as we continue to journey closer to Jesus. Again, if you can share this episode with a friend, it goes a long way. Follow me on Instagram at TWMilt. I love your feedback if you have any for us. And remember, if you want to follow Jesus, you must be willing to move.